0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom
1: Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Welcome to the show guys, new listeners and old.
0: And as ever we are sponsored by the good folk at Matchbook Betting. News, we have a sign-up offer now for Matchbook. So you can go to Matchbook, that's matchbook.com, sign up using the bonus code TFB Podcast, as in the Football Betting Podcast, TFB Podcast, and you can get a £15 money back as cash welcome offer. So we'll go through the TNCs a bit later on when we talk about Matchbook in a bit more detail after the Premier League section, but you can now go to Matchbook, sign up with with our bonus code and get a £15 money back offer, which is fantastic.
1: Yeah, really exciting and great timing really. Tom, because I feel like we're due a win this week. We came so close, the both of us, uh, over the weekend.
0: Agonizing again, wasn't it? We lost by what? One team two weeks ago, then both lost by one team last weekend. So hopefully we can take that extra step this weekend. Uh, but yeah, we'll go through all that in detail later on in the show. Pretty much standard order of service today. So we'll go through the Prem, we'll talk about matchbook, then we'll go through Championship, League One, League Two, and Bomb Trebles. And of course fantasy football. Fantasy football. Mm. Mm. Uh, I feel like I was really enthusiastic about fantasy football, but now I'm the same I'm on the same wavelength as you now. I don't yeah. care. I'm I'm doing so bad.
1: You used to love it and you used, to yeah. rub, you used to rub it in my face that you were doing better than me. And you still are, yeah. but it's it's like Marginally, I think now. Yeah, it's like finishing in like the hundred meter race in the Olympics. That's like you Uh, ripping me for finishing second last and I finished last. None of us got medals. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Uh, But there, let's crack on with the Prem then, shall we? Uh, The first game this weekend, we've got on Friday night. So it's Arsenal against Aston Villa. Uh, Arsenal 2.0, the favourites. So they're bang on evens. The draw is 3.75 and Villa are 4.1. Anything that you fancy outright here?
1: Yeah, I think this will be a good game, you know. I really do. I really mm, yeah. enjoyed um, the game the other night. I think, oh God, the days are blurring into one. I think it was Monday night football, uh, Arsenal and yeah, Palace, yeah. the 2-2. Two, two. And I can see something similar, to be honest with you. I can't make my mind up if Villa are any good. And Arsenal <laughs> look like they're supposed to be good, but they're not quite. So I think mm. both teams to score 1.77, I think that's a good bet, you know. And I think it would be like a really it. lively game.
0: Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Both teams to score. I like the look of that. Uh, Villa, decent record against Arsenal as well. Uh, won the last three consecutive meetings. Actually, all to nil. But I I do think we're we're safe going down the both teams to score in this one.
1: Yeah, I think so too. You've got Ings with eight in three. <laughs> eight and three. Three and eight. And, he's, uh, he's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Aubameyang as well with three and seven. So I know that's not uh top, top, top quality. No Mo Salah kind of uh, vibes right now, but that's enough to give me uh, confidence going forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we'll move to Saturday then. The Saturday lunchtime, Chelsea at home to Norwich. Uh, Chelsea 1.21, very odds on favourites. Norwich 18 and the draw is 8 so yeah surely you'd think Chelsea will get a a very comfortable win here Um, both teams to score no I can't see Norwich scoring past Chelsea that's Mm -hmm. 1.54 so potentially a little bit more value there Uh, you could also potentially tie it in Chelsea to win both teams to score 1.76 I think for one of those kind of bets I might be looking for a little bit more but uh, I think it should come in either way.
1: I think at 1.2, for sure, Chelsea, I, I mean, I'm not saying Norwich are going to get a result at all, but Chelsea are hardly purring. I know they saw off Malmo in, in midweek, but they're hardly firing on all cylinders. They they should have not won against Brentford. It was uh, just a goalkeeping masterclass from Mendy, wasn't it, really? Mm. and. Yeah, I know. I feel like for this price, I'd want the team I'm backing to be absolutely bang on it, and Chelsea aren't really. And I think Lukaku's missing.
0: Yeah, so uh, more fancy football problems. I think for me there, <laughs> but <laughs> on a side like note,
1: yeah. I think they're <laughs> better, better bets this weekend.
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay, Palace Newcastle then kicks off the three o'clocks. Palace are uh, two again, bang on evens. The draw's three point six five. And Newcastle, 4.1. So this is now a Steve Bruceless Newcastle. Newcastle. <laughs> um, obviously, no manager, as in permanent manager, will be in charge for this weekend, uh, whoever they've got on the interim. I'm not quite sure. Who, who have they actually got on it the interim? Is, of? It
1: is Graham Jones, which I believe... Graham Jones. Is that ex?
0: Was it Stoke or was it Luton?
1: Graham Jones, Wikipedia. Uh, Luton, yeah. 2019, 2020. Yeah, oh, bloody hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember.
0: Yeah, because it just, it just confuses me because they went from like Nathan Jones to Graham Jones, then back to Nathan Jones, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> looks looks that way, but uh, he's got his crack at the Premier League. Although, let's be honest, I don't think Graham Jones is the kind of guy the Saudis are going to want to hire. But he is in charge this weekend.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think it'll inspire a change of fortunes. I'm quite happy to go for Palace here. Um Evens for Palace, yeah, Newcastle without winning nine consecutive games, without a clean sheet in six consecutive games. And I think Palace, although you can level that they've drawn too many, you conceding that 95th-minute goal on Monday against Arsenal will be a bit of a sucker punch. They'll feel like that was probably more of a loss than, than a creditable draw that it actually was. But um, yeah, full of goals generally. Uh, scored at least two in four of the last six games. Um, and I think... I feel like Palace have drawn, thrown away, been in very good positions and they've thrown it away on more than one occasion so far this season. But, yeah, I I worry about Newcastle's goal threat as it is. Um, I think Palace will score plenty past this team.
1: Newcastle are rubbish. I know know it's mainstream now and I'm kind of annoyed because I feel like I was uh, saying it beforehand. But I'm a big Palace guy this season. Yeah. Uh, I know they're 14th and they've only won one game this season, but I like what I see and I think they're going to comfortably finish mid-table and be pretty entertaining. I am very confident in Palace and I think evens uh, 2.0 is a brilliant price courtesy of their Matchbook.
0: Yeah, I don't want to drag this out for longer than it needs to be, but look at the teams they've played. Brentford doing really well, West Ham doing really well, Tottenham doing really well. Brighton doing really well. Leicester doing okay. And uh, Arsenal doing okay. And they've not lost to any of them. Mm, so Great point. You know, this is, yeah, they're doing very well. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Everton against Watford. Uh, 1.68 for Everton. 4.0 for the draw. 5.9 for Watford. I am not sure in this one, to be honest. I, I'm always wary with the new manager bounce, as you well know. <laughs> Ranieri came in last weekend. They got thumped 5-0 by Liverpool. Um yeah, I, I'm not for one minute saying I'm confident that Watford will win this because I'm absolutely not. But I always feel like there is that threat that, you know, they're going to turn a corner eventually or at least get a win uh, under their belts eventually. And Everton don't fill with confidence, to be honest.
1: No, I get it. If if I was looking at this Everton team with uh, Calvert-Lewin or Richarlison or someone like that up front, I would be all over them. But the Solomon, Rondon, Damari Gray, Alex Iwobi, front three with Townsend kind of involved as well. I know Gray and Townsend have done well, but I've said it many times, it's not going to continue. Iwobi, I don't rate. And Rondon, I, I kind of I kind of forgot that he was around, to be yeah. honest, until yeah. yeah. they brought him in. Uh, I feel like they're just a bit toothless at the moment. I'm a bit more confident in Everton than you are, Tom. Uh, but yeah, the the price puts me off a little bit I do understand why they're they're 1.68, but I I think I need a bit more to be backing them. I I take your point on board.
0: Yeah, I think as we go down the leagues, we'll have other teams lower down the leagues at much better prices that we're much more convinced about. Definitely. The next three o'clock then, Leeds against Wolves. Leeds are 2.68, the draws 3.45 and Wolves are 2.92. I feel like I've got to go... Based on what I've seen so far this season and the stats in front of me, I've got to go for Wolves here. 2.92 for Wolves. I've just not been convinced by Leeds whatsoever. Uh, Six points so far. They're in 17th, just one win all season from their eight games. Wolves on the back of uh, three straight wins, including that incredible come from behind in the last 10 minutes against uh, Aston Villa, where they won 3-2. And uh, yeah, they've got five consecutive head-to-head wins against Leeds as well. So I don't know. Things seem to be stacking up in a Wolves' favour for me.
1: Wolves Wolves look like they're slowly getting it together. Like I, I was a bit yep. worried about them at the start of the season, not for relegation or anything like that, but definitely kind of bottom half. And it, it may still be the case, but it, they seem to kind of be getting it together. And I'm still waiting for Leeds to get it together. Uh, I uh, regular listeners to the pod will know that I do not rate Southampton. At all. And uh, for them to be beaten away at Southampton set off alarm bells in my head. I think, Tom, you are on the money uh, going for the away side here. I am getting a little bit more concerned with Leeds as every week goes on.
0: Yeah, I feel like um, I can't back Leeds at all in any capacity until I see them win a couple of games now this season.
1: Do you think if Leeds were called Nantwich-Victoria... Uh, people would be kind of have as much confidence in him to turn it around, or do you think it's uh, the Leeds Bielsa kind of reputation because they're, cause think, they're yeah. not doing it?
0: Yeah, I think I think people see that they've got Bielsa in charge. They see I don't know, Rafinha is doing well individually for club mm. and country. I, I think people see that the potential is there. We saw what they did last season, what they're capable of. But yeah, I think they're getting a lot of. Uh, I don't know. They're not getting as much stick as they probably should be because of that.
1: Mm. Sheffield United 2.0, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'll be okay, but uh, yeah,
0: they need to improve sharpish. Southampton-Burnley then is the final three o'clock game. This one seems like it's going to be an absolute thriller. (laughs) 2.04 for the Saints, 3.65 for the draw, 4.1 for Burnley. I... (sighs) I, th- I feel like the only thing that kind of screams out to me, and it's not a massively confident one, to be honest, is under 2.5 goals.
1: It's yeah, exactly what I've got wrote down here. Uh, 1.84 uh, with our friends at Matchbook. Yeah, this one's going to be a horror show. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. going to be rubbish. Uh,
0: horror show moves swiftly on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: the next game is going to be really exciting. So at least there's that.
0: Yeah, so it's uh, Brighton against Manchester City. Uh, Brighton, 8.8 for the victory here, 5.1 for the draw and 1.43 for Man City. Um, I feel like for me personally, this is kind of a little bit similar to what you were saying uh, for Chelsea this week. What I think we said about Chelsea at Brentford last week, as in it wouldn't surprise me if they won. But I can't go for it at that price because Brighton scare the life out of me. They, they Brighton are more than capable of getting something from this game yeah. uh, against Man yeah, City. I feel, and that's massive credit to Brighton. And yeah, the odds for the for the draw five point one for Brighton to win even eight point eight are huge. Yeah. Um, you know, Brighton won this fixture at the Amex last season. They beat Man City three uh, two. So they've been there and done it. they they're not going to fear Man City one bit. And yeah. I'm not sure, to be honest, there.
1: Yeah, um, I think I'm going to back City still. Um, I, when I say back them, I don't think I'm going to put any money on them because, yeah, I'm also scared of Brighton. What I mean is, if I had to choose a team, I would still back City. Uh, Tom, they've got the best domestic defence in Europe's top five leagues. Uh, so that is something I think that's gone under the radar. Um, But yeah, uh, Brighton, as impressive as they are, City should win this game, I think. Uh, It's going to be one of their harder games so far this season, coming off the back of uh, Champions League action as well, although it was uh, very, very comfortable. Yeah, I think there's going to be better games to back this week, um, despite the temptations.
0: Yeah, agreed. Okay, Sunday then, Brentford against Leicester, 2.72 for Brentford. 3.45 for the draw and 2.76 for Leicester. Uh, Anything you fancy from this one?
1: The first thing that that leaps off the page to me is goals. Uh, I think Brentford have been a breath of fresh air, to be honest with you. In terms of clean sheets and all that stuff, not 100% sure which way um, the goals are going to go. But I think over 2.5 is where I would land. It's 1.89. Because I like the look of Brentford getting something, but also you, I don't think you can rule out Leicester because uh, Dakar in particular got a hat-trick in min- midweek in a very short space of time. Vardy's got seven and eight. It's on, I know it's not vintage Leicester. They're in 11th, but they, they are still bang at it going forward. Um, mm. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I can see, to be honest. Over 2.5, leaning towards maybe Brentford double chance.
0: Yeah, I think the goals angle is is probably a good one to go down. Like I'm just looking at Leicester's last five games. Uh, You've had 2-2, 1-0, 2-2, 4-2, 4-3. So some real high scoring ding-dong affairs there. Uh, Ding-dong. You can definitely see it, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ding-dong.
1: Have you ever used ding-dong not in a football uh, conversation when you're talking about something back and forth? Um I don't think I ever have. It's one of those phrases that only comes so. out yeah. when you're talking about yeah. football matches,
0: yeah, or ringing a doorbell.
1: Yeah, but you know what I mean, ding dong affair. That's very cliche. <laughs> <laughs> when the, <laughs> when the hell do yeah. you ever use that in regular life? You wouldn't say it in like a cricket. Ding no, no, affair, like a cricket match. No, no. Uh, no, Brentford double chance. By the way, Uh I realized I didn't read out the price: one point five four. Uh, So I get the feeling that the bookies are starting to maybe believe in Brentford a bit more, which is sad Mm -hmm. for us. Uh,
0: Taking up that value for us. Right. So the next game, West Ham against Spurs. West Ham priced at 2.44. The draw is 3.55 and Tottenham are 3.1 outsiders for this one. Again, I'm I'm kind of looking at both teams to score here. 1.68 is the price for that one. I don't feel confident enough to go for West Ham on the nose uh, certainly don't feel confident enough going to going for Spurs on the nose but yeah I think you know looking at the head to heads between the two sides recently you've had the uh, 3-2 2-0 3-3 2-1 3-1 so plenty of goals plenty of entertainment uh, in the games between the two sides and, yeah, Spurs haven't kept a clean sheet in eight consecutive games, so that's poor on their behalf. Just lost to Vitesse in, in midweek, albeit with a much-changed squad. But, yeah, I think if if you pushed me, I'd go for West Ham out of the three possible results, but I'd prefer
1: to go for both teams to score. Do you know what this will be? Ding-dong? This will be a ding-dong affair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both teams to score for me as well uh, really exciting games in the Premier League this weekend this one's going to be a cracker
0: yeah and the final Sunday Premier League game should hopefully also be a cracker Manu against Liverpool 3.25 is the price for United 3.7 for the draw and 2.34 for Liverpool do you know what I've got to say I look at I looked to the prices for this game and I thought Liverpool would be higher in the odds than they are. because so I thought we might be able to get a bit of value out of Liverpool. And at 2.34, you know, you could argue that we are, but I thought that'd be higher than that playing away at Old Trafford, to be honest. Yeah. How often do you see Man United, you know, over 2-1 to one, outsiders at home?
1: Yeah, I get it. I get it. But honestly, Liverpool, you know, their record at Old Trafford, I think, I think people kind of... Uh, People kind of get sucked in thinking that Liverpool have got a really good record. But apart from there, I mean, they won the fixture last season. They won 4 2. The win before that, Tom, 2014, you have to go back to. It's mm-hmm. not a happy hunting ground. How, and Joe, you know what? At 2 0 down, right? United, Atalanta midweek, I was thinking, I was rubbing my hands, I was thinking, I'm going to. Absolutely, he took the house on Liverpool.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then just, again, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, how many lives does this cat have? Because he just... It's certainly certainly more than nine, isn't he? He's got the, <laughs> the lives of about three cats. <laughs> every, every time this guy looks like he's going to lose his job. Like, I, I text a Man United friend uh, that I have, I was like, right, surely that's it. And he's like, yeah, he's got to go. And he turns it around and he lives another day. So, I, I mean, I, I, I want to back Liverpool. They've not lost any of the last 11 away matches. For me, they're the best team in the league so far, despite being in second. They've been the most impressive. They've got the uh, most informed player in world football, arguably, in Salah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's I want to back Liverpool. But there's some about United and Liverpool's record. Old Trafford that that puts me off.
0: Yeah, completely take your point. Um, I think I I'll I'll pick Liverpool. It's not, I, I've probably not filled anyone with a massive amount of confidence when I said <laughs> that then, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I won't be putting it in accumulators or anything like that. Put it that way. But if I had to pick between the three, I would go for Liverpool.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair.
0: Okay, uh, right. That's the prem over. Then let's just take a moment to talk about our uh, great sponsors at Matchbook. So, yeah, you can go to matchbook.com, visit the Matchbook Exchange website, and you can now get a brand new sign up offer as well. So if you go to the sign up page on the website, we'll put links to it in the podcast description and on our social media and use the sign up code TFB podcast. You can get £15 cash back when you uh, deposit £25. So sign up, use the bonus code, deposit £25, place a bet. The odds are over 1.8 and then you can get 15 pounds cash back if your bet loses so yeah risk free great opportunity to try out matchbook see what they're all about uh often you will get the best odds around on matchbook as well so much better than your traditional sports books sign up give it a go 15 pounds cash back can't really lose out
1: plenty of reasons isn't there uh More than happy to answer any questions if people want to send us a DM on Twitter, t podcast to learn a little bit more about Matchbook or answer uh, any questions you may have. We thoroughly recommend that you give them a try because it's been a a wonderful experience so far um, since we've uh, partnered up with them.
0: Yeah, and you find all your traditional markets pretty much that you'd expect to find, so you know, whether it's goals markets, win markets, especially handicap markets, Matchbook's got a massive array of um, Asian handicap markets as well. If you're into your Asian handicaps, more so than pretty much any other bookie uh, book or exchange out there. Halftime, full times, correct scores, all of that kind of stuff is on there. So TFB podcast is your bonus code to use at matchbook.com.
1: All right, Tom. Let's move on to the championship. I am going to get us started off with an absolutely lovely price. 3.2 is the team that I'm backing. It is Swansea City, away at Birmingham. I, I think we're starting to see the Russell Martin uh, style of play and definitely results uh, come into uh, the surface. And in Birmingham, the home side, We've got a team that haven't won their last seven. We were pretty not excited by Birmingham, Tom, but we thought they they Mm. might be in for a good season and and they may still be, but right now they're in 19th and they're struggling a little bit. They won one of six at home. Uh, Swansea have only won one of six on the road. It's worth pointing out, but been really impressed with their results recently. Uh, So they drew nil-nil away at Derby. Okay, not fantastic, but... In a weird way, it's a good point because Derby seem to have a lot of fight about them. Uh, they beat their big rivals 3-0 Cardiff on the weekend and in midweek, they toppled West Brom at home. I'm backing them to go to St Andrews, which feels like a little bit of a wounded animal at the moment and uh, yeah, get the win. Swansea for me, uh, just to reiterate at a tasty
0: 3.2. Yeah, I like it. Kind of preying on Birmingham there, aren't we? I completely agree. Yeah, um, and Jamie Pattinson
1: gonna... has been on fire for Swansea, so kind of backing him to uh, to produce the goods.
0: Yeah, and uh, Joel Pirro, is that how you pronounce the name? Pirro? Yes. Pirro? Yeah, Pirro. Yeah. Yeah, Pirro. Banging the goals as well. Um, another team I think we can vulture on this week is Cardiff City and we talk about Oli at Man United having many lives. Mick McCarthy, you know, he's must be walking some very thin tightrope at Cardiff now. Um, Seven consecutive games without a win. It's seen them slump from what was a promising position outside the playoffs. They're down in 21st in the league now. They're just two points outside the relegation zone. So, yeah, uh, they're in a shocking run of form. The big, big Mick energy is ran well and truly dry. And I think although Millsborough themselves aren't in... Fantastic form, you know, they're on very kind of win-one-lose-one. Odds of 3.0, so 2-1 to for Middlesbrough to get a win away at Cardiff. Looks like a really good price to me. Um, Of Cardiff's seven games in a row where they've lost, they haven't scored in six of those seven games, which is really poor. Um, At home this season, they've lost the last five games in a row across all competitions, including four in the league. Uh, And I just think, yeah, generally the whole kind of negative, defeatist, losing mentality they've got at the moment around the club. Um, Seems to me like Middlesbrough a good price. And surely if they lose this, McCarthy will get sacked.
1: It's got to be. Did you see Neil Warnock, by the way, saying that his team is like a box of chocolates? Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what what kind of chocolate uh, Middlesbrough are going to be this weekend.
0: Yeah, hopefully if you get the celebrations, they're a uh they're the truffle. Not <laughs> yeah. the, the Malteser, not the bounty.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't don't be a bounty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. uh Bournemouth, Tom. We have to rattle Bournemouth off, don't we? Uh let's not spend too much time on it because it's a pretty obvious pick. Uh they are one point seven two. They are still unbeaten. Uh, They are the league leaders, and they're looking pretty good. Won 9 of 13 at home. They are unbeaten, winning 4 of 6, drawing the other two. Huddersfield are in 6th. If any long-term listeners listen to the show, uh, you'll know that I don't think Huddersfield will hang around at all. I think you'll end up seeing them in mid-table. They've been on decent form recently, unbeaten their last four, winning two, but I uh, had a little look, Tom, at the fixtures. In the last two games, they beat Hull at home. Hull are an absolute shambles and they drew 0-0 at home to Birmingham. On the flip side, Bournemouth have just come off the back of wins against Sheffield United. A win away at Bristol City and a win away at Stoke. So I'm back in the cherries.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Can't argue with that one at all. Um now, the next one, people listening might have to take this with a bit of a pinch of salt because I am on cloud nine.
1: Oh right my, you must be joking! If you here we go, if you if read you out know. what I think you're going to read out, I, I might resign. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you said this last week, and uh, we've won two consecutive games since then. So, uh, well, Nottingham Forest at home to Fulham on Sunday, right? I'm just looking at the price. And you've got to agree with me here 4.3 for Forrest to win, which is over 3 to 1. At home against Fulham, what a price! Oh. The run we're on, there is so much good feeling, positive energy, vibrancy, winning mentality around Forrest under Steve Cooper. Like I was saying, won four in a row, no losses in six. Had that incredible turnaround in midweek away at Bristol City where we scored two in like a minute in the 90th minute to turn it around and win 2-1. I just think there's so much good feeling. And I look at Fulham, I see their home form being generally very good. Uh, Away from home, not so much. You know, they've not kept a clean sheet away from home so far this season. Uh, They've gone away to Blackpool and lost. They've gone away to Bristol City. And Drew, they've gone away to Coventry and got spanked 4-1. I appreciate Coventry very good at home this season. But, you know, Coventry 4-1 against Fulham. So Fulham's record away from home is hardly glistening. And they're coming up against the Forest side, banging form, full of confidence. And yeah, there could be shades of when we beat Leeds, you know, a couple of seasons ago under Sabri to this game. I feel like 4.3. point let's, three.
1: Let's eat it up. Are you done? I'm done. Yeah? Okay. I totally disagree. Uh, Of course you would.
0: (laughs) And then then when we beat him on Sunday, you'll come running back saying, oh, I'm a believer again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at possibly one of the, if not the greatest championship striker I've ever seen in Mitrovic. His goal record at this level is absolutely frightening. He's already on 13. In thirteen, which, which is just crazy, yeah. Forrest managed to pull off a ridiculous win in midweek against Bristol City. Would that happen against any other Championship side? I'm saying no. Uh, Bristol yeah. City, Bristol City have some absolutely insane hoodoo over them uh, at home, and yeah, I just, I just think kind of, I, I get where you're coming from, but this is Fulham we're talking about and the players at their disposal, and the fact that they come into this game second in the league, I think you're you're doing them a disservice. They've scored 29 goals in 13 games.
0: Yeah, they never face a team like Steve Cooper's Nottingham Forest.
1: Moving on. Luton are my next pick. I'm not dealing with that rubbish anymore. Right, Luton are my pick. I think this is a sensible pick. 1.88 to beat Hull. I don't know what's going on with Hull. I had decent aspirations for them. Uh, I, th- I thought they would be in the relegation mix, but I ultimately thought they would survive. But bloody hell, it's miserable. Uh, they've won one game since the opening day, 2 of 13. And Luton, uh, Tom, we also had our eye on them as maybe dark horses for the playoffs. They've, they went through a bit of a wobble, but they're back and they're creeping up. They're in ninth position. Uh, and at home, they've lost one of six, only conceding eight goals, and Hull have lost four of six on the road. They've only scored four goals. I'm all in on Luton. The fact that they drew away at Derby, again, I'm I'm not too bothered about that. I think Derby are uh, a bit better than, than they should be, to be honest with you. Yeah, and a
0: uh, place to go, probably. It is, it?
1: honestly. It really is. I thought there'd be... And it, this isn't my forestness coming through. I thought there'd be an absolute pub team, to be honest with you, with like thirty-nine-year-old Jag Yelker next to Curtis Davis, who's a bit younger, at, I think thirty-four, and Sam Baldock up front, and or Ravel Morrison. Like th- this weird team that is is together is is doing pretty well. So credit to them. Uh, but yeah, Hull uh, one, Sorry, definitely not Hull. Luton one point eight eight.
0: Yeah, it's a bit like, I don't know, like a freak show at a circus. All the odd bods come together in one team and they, they do quite well, put on a good performance. One
1: time on Football Manager, I got promoted to the Championship with Yeovil when they were in like League Two. And by the time I got there, no one wanted to come to me because I was Yeovil and I had no money. And my team basically looked like the Derby team. It was just anybody (laughs) who was remotely good. And every other team had turned them down. I signed them. (laughs) Do you know what? I I actually stayed up. So maybe that's an omen. It definitely is.
0: (laughs) Okay, um, I'm done with the champ. We covered quite a lot there. Shall we go to League One?
1: No. I got one more. Uh, I'm back in Sheffield United. They are playing on Sunday. Uh, they're 2.16, and I can't resist Sheffield United over evens against a team that hasn't won in 11 games. Barnsley are in an absolute mess, and no pun intended, but I think the Barnsley board might be shopping around for a new manager soon. Oh, um, because it, even though Sheffield United lost against Millwall and they lost against Bournemouth and Middlesbrough in their last four games. They've actually only got uh, the one win in that four. That was against Stoke. Good result. I think they're going to have way too much for for Barnsley. Barnsley are in an absolute mate in a state is is (laughs) Barnsley. And yeah, I'm back in uh, Sheffield United. I think they'll get a pretty comfortable win to be honest with you.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, Barnsley really, really poor as you Rightly mentioned. Um, Now, can we move to League One? Yes. Cool. So, let's get us kicked off with one which will hopefully be entertaining, have plenty of goals. Uh, We're talking MK Dons at home to Rotherham. So, two teams doing pretty well. Rotherham in fifth, MK Dons in sixth. And here we also have two of the highest scoring teams in the league. Uh, Rotherham has scored 20 goals, MK Dons has scored 23 goals and to put that in perspective, the highest scoring team, Plymouth, have scored 25. So they're not far that, especially MK Dons. Um, where I'm kind of getting this goals over 2.5 angle from, so over 2.5, it's 2.08. It's over evens. Nine of the last 10 meetings between the sides have featured over 2.5 goals. Um, so, yeah, plenty of entertaining games. Just looking through the previous fixtures between the sides, you know, you've got 3-2-3-2-2-1. 4-0. 3-2, 2-1-3-1. We're going back a bit now. But yeah. Plenty of entertainment usually when these two sides meet. And are over evens, I can't turn it down.
1: Completely understandable, mate. I uh, yeah, I'm I'm totally with you. See what's going on there. I I like look at to win that game, to be honest with you. Uh, I I like MK but I think Rotherham are a step above. So I would add a little cherry on your cake and and dangle Rotherham 2.6 in front of you. So not
0: this game might be? Another ding-dong.
1: Yes. Very different styles. Very different styles, but definitely (laughs) ding-dong. I'm going to, Tom, I'm going to just blitz through two tips in inverted commas back-to-back Wickham against Crew, Wickham mm-hmm. at home, 1.5. Sunderland, somehow a bigger price. I don't know how that works. But they're at home to Charlton, 1.63. I'm just yeah. going to rattle both off nice and quick because there's not a lot to it other than you've got a team towards the top of the league against a team towards the bottom of the league. And in Charlton's case, Nigel Atkins has got the sack. So that's the Sunderland game pretty much covered and Wickham have been absolutely outstanding. Crew haven't won a single game at home. This is second against 22nd and third against 23rd. Just wanted to knock those two out of the park together. Yeah, they yeah. don't need too much analysis. Just,
0: just to add to that, um, you have picked the two sides who have a 100% home record as well. Um, Sunderland, Wickham and Coventry are the only sides across the whole entire football league with 100% home records. So Sunderland won six out of six. Uh, Wickham won five out of five. So, yeah, you'd back them both to continue that this weekend. Um, I feel like, for me, there's only really one more thing that I think I'd like to box off here, and that's Plymouth away at Morecambe. Plymouth price at 2.14. Still leading the league. 14 games played, so they have played the most. But, you know... They've won eight, drawn five, lost one this season, season top of the tree, two points clear of uh, Wickham in third place. Yeah, so it seems like this kind of Plymouth juggernaut, I think we can call them at the moment, because that's kind of what they are, Yeah, doesn't sure. seem like slowing down. And Morecambe, after their strong start, they've now lost four on the bounce, so kind of tailing off a little bit. Uh, they've not kept a clean sheet in games against Plymouth for ser- for 13 consecutive games. So that's not a good record. So I think, you know, the form that Plymouth are in, doing really well. The form that are in, kind of on the way down a bit. And this historical head-to-head stats where Plymouth have got much the better of the two sides in their games, all points to a nice Plymouth win again over Evens. You know, we're getting some good prices on Plymouth this season. Mm. It's like people are expecting them to to kind of slow down and stop, but they're not. So we can keep capitalising on that.
1: It's almost like pod, a certain podcaster tipped them to go down this season and, and they're actually at the mm. top of the league.
0: So basically, I think what happened is that at the start of the season, first game of pre-season, yeah, Ryan Lowe's got them all huddled in the changing room and they played the Football Betting Podcast pre-season prediction show. And He's heard me, Slaythem saying they're this, they're that, they're going down. It's disarray. Ryan Lowe keeps shouting at them in the media. It's not good enough. The team spirit must be shot. Whatever, and they've used that as a as a rallying call to action. And uh, yeah, look at them now. So if you want to thanks anybody, just thank me, I guess.
1: Moving on, Wigan. <laughs> w- <laughs> w- Wigan are away at Wimbledon. Uh, Wimbledon are not very good anymore. Uh, I was really excited about <laughs> about Wimbledon um, at the start of the season. Didn't think they were going to get promoted or anything, but uh, I thought they might have a decent season. And they may still. But that now they've slipped to 14th after a good start. Wigan have slipped to 4th, but I cannot resist a team that in their last away game uh, beat Bolton 4-0. Before that, they beat Gillingham. 2-0 before that. They be Aquinton Stanley, 4-1 before that. Charlton, 2-0. They have, actually, Tom, only lost one away game out of five, and they've won the other four, and that was against Sunderland. So mm. I'm a huge, huge kind of, you know, put the house on Wigan this weekend. They are priced at evens, basically, uh, 208 I think it's a wonderful price and I will be all in on that. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Good. You should. Um,
0: no more from me for League One? No. Right. League Two, do you want to get us kicked off with anything that you really fancy in League Two? I've got to say, this is probably the worst of the, of the three
1: kind of football league leagues. It is a little bit wobbly in that, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm out for I'm out for revenge on Colchester this weekend. So they scuppered my treble, uh, as uh, the people that backed it may know. We'll cover it in detail very very shortly at the end of this segment, actually. And they're away at Port Vale, and despite Port Vale disappointing me a little bit with just a draw away at Cursed Mansfield. I still think they're good enough to get a win here. Uh, they've lost one home game out of six. Port Vale, uh, Colchester. Surprisingly, when I was doing my research, it really annoys me when I do this. I, th- I look at the game and I think Port Vale are going to win that definitely. Oh, Port Vale lost one at home all season. Fantastic, Colchester. Bloody hell, they've only lost one on the road. So, but so, then I have a choice. Then I'm at a crossroad. Do I go for it and? Still think that Port Vale are going to win, or do I get the scaries and, and pull out? I still think Port Vale will get the win. I don't rate Colchester. Port Vale are in fourth, Colchester in nineteenth. Uh, Port Vale have scored twenty goals this season in thirteen games. They they look kind of. I told you what I what was the metaphor, Tom? So that the, the Port Vale coffee. Yeah, you woke
0: up You woke up and smelt the coffee. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I, the <laughs> coffee was a bit, it wasn't smelling great in midweek, but they came through for me at the weekend. And now I think I'm going to have a nice big shot of espresso on yeah. Saturday and I'm going to back Vale.
0: Yeah. Well, at least on our um, midweek Twitter tips, we did say that Port Vale double chance, I think, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did correctly kind of... Dodge the dodgy coffee in midweek by uh, predicting the draw as part of the double chance.
1: 1.78 is the price. I realise I didn't read it out. Nice. Um,
0: I'm going to go for Exeter at home to Mansfield. Exeter priced at 2.02. Just a shade over evens there to get the win. Um, I feel like if Exeter could win
1: games, they'd be top of the league. Oh my God. Yeah, I don't want to swear on the pod, but bloody hell mate, come on. That's not rocket well, science, is it?
0: <laughs> this is a team that's in seventh. Um, if they can only... win
1: games, they'll be top of the league.
0: Yeah, but listen to me. Hear me out. here. they're in seventh, which is good, but they've only won four games out of thirteen,
1: mm.
0: and they're in seventh.
1: Mm.
0: You know, they they they're absolute draw merchants. You know, I think sometimes you get teams who don't even go an entire season and draw eight games. Exeter have done it in the first thirteen games. There's love a draw. Uh, They've lost just one. But yeah, I think it is going to start to turn around. They are going to start winning more games. They're unbeaten in 10 consecutive games. They're at home to a Mansfield side in complete disarray, plummeting down the league. No wins in 13 games for Mansfield. Uh, And I think Exeter can take advantage of that fact. You know, this is a Mansfield side. They've won one. Sorry, they've not won away from home all season. Shot of confidence, injury problems, Nigel Clough surely got to be on the brink the way they're performing. And Exeter can put a nail in a coffin.
1: Yeah. If they if they just won their games, they'd be top.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that's how simple football is, right?
1: <laughs> I, Tom, I'm going to back Sutton. And do you know what? If Sutton won all their games, they'd be top. <laughs> <laughs> they are three, three 3.05 which is a big, big price away at Rochdale I really like the look of this uh, Rochdale I knew they weren't doing very well down in 18th but I didn't quite realise to what extent they haven't won their last eight games they've won one at home this season only three of 13 in home or away and looking at Sutton and they've lost two of six on the road, and they've actually gone on to win their last three on the road. So everything is, is pointing very nicely. They've, they've beat Portsmouth in the uh, Football League trophy. I, I know we don't really go into that too much, but I have to read it out because it's part of the, inverted commas, away run. Uh, but they did beat Crawley 1-0 away, and they beat Northampton 2-0 away. And Rochdale, they've got a couple of good draws. So, away from home, they did draw 2-2 with Swindon and 0-0 with Salford. So, I have to give them a pat on the back for that. Uh, That is resolute and two good results. But at home, they've been struggling for whatever reason. And Sutton have come into town, priced very big. And I'm kind of getting sucked in by it. Yeah, I could see it. Are we happy with that or not? Um
0: it wasn't one that I was ever going to read out. I don't, to be honest. But mm, okay, I could, you know, you can see your reasoning. Thank you, Tom. I'm struggling now, to be honest. Joe, you
1: know what you know? It's a bad slate. The f- first thing I I do two things when I'm back in League Two. I look for Forest Green. <laughs> I think where who are they playing? I saw them playing Salford at home. Gave me the heebie-jeebies. And then mm. I thought, right, scum for just back and just pick them to lose. And they're playing Crawley, and Crawley's form at the moment is absolutely horrifying. So you know yeah. it's a bad slate when you can't back uh, top or bottom to lose.
0: Okay, so that I think wraps up all the tips then for League Two. Let's recap last week's bombproof trebles and give you this week's bombproof trebles.
1: Yep, so I'm going to go first here. Uh, mine was just the one leg. I kind of uh, spoke about it in the League 2 segment. I had my my boys, Forrest Green, away at Scunthorpe. Uh, they won 2-0, routine win. I had Port Vale uh, against Barrow, and they won 3-1. But Harrogate, away at Colchester, really thought Harrogate would get the win there, but they lost 1-0.
0: So, my one started very well. Should have kept it to the champ, I think. Uh, I had Bournemouth, who won 2 0 away at Bristol City. I had Reading, who won 1 0 at home to Barnsley. And unfortunately, it was cost by Swindon Town, who drew 2 all with Rochdale.
1: Yeah, really disappointing. Um, both scuppered by one team, especially yours. Um, you know, drawing yeah. is always yeah, seem- agonizing. At least mine lost.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, you see Swindon go ahead, you know, they're on a, a long winning run against the Rochdale side who have lost about six games in a row or something like that. And then, yeah, end up drawing two all. So very disappointed. But
1: hey-ho, new week. New week, new opportunity and a, an amazing opportunity, Tom, with the matchbook uh, sign-up offer that you read out. Just to reiterate for new listeners, this is where me and Tom are going to read out our trebles, our bomb-proof trebles. Uh, So we're going to put three teams together each. We're going to back our own bets with £10 stakes. Please only bet what you can afford to lose. There's no winners and losers for putting, you know, who puts the most amount on a bet or anything like that. If you just want to put 50p on it, put 50p on it. It's supposed to be fun. So we are really, really trying to hammer home uh, the gamble-aware message here. All right, so, Tom, I am going to go for a League One treble. We are going to go straight to the promotion race. Uh, so we're going to start off with two teams, uh, odds on, with Matchbook. Uh, so it's the two teams I glossed over. Uh, we're going to go for Wickham Wanderers at home to Crew Alexandra. 1.5 for Wickham. We're also going to go for Sunderland in their game at home against Charlton Athletic, 1.64. And then this is where we get a bit more value. We're going to back Wigan Athletic. Away at AFC Wimbledon. They are priced at 2.08. And an example £10 State is going to return 51.17, which is quite a bit more than I thought it would
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, three very strong League One teams. And we've spoken about how strong at home Sunderland and Wickham are, you know, hundred percent home records. Hopefully, hopefully we don't curse that. But it looks on paper very strong. And Returns a bit more for 10 than I thought it would.
1: Yeah, I was a bit nervous putting it together. But uh, hey, thank you to Matchbook. Some uh, good prices there. Okay, so
0: mine, I'm going to start off in the Premier League and I'm going to go for Crystal Palace at Evens at home to Newcastle. Then I'm going to go for Plymouth away at Morecambe in League One. That's 2.14 for Plymouth. And finally, Exeter in League Two at home to Mansfield, 2.02 for Exeter. And ten pounds example stake returns eighty six forty six.
1: Tell you what, if Exeter just won net no, I'm kidding. That's a really, oh, really. Wow. <laughs> I like that, Tom. That's a that's very, very enticing. I love the Palace mm. uh, tip. They almost made mine, and yeah, Plymouth. You've got kind of flavor of the month flying high, uh, kind of capitalising on the. Big prices that we're still getting for uh, Argyle, and then we've got Exeter against Mansfield, who are just a mess again, (laughs) 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 yet again. So yeah, really excited um, to see how they roll in. Uh, Let's talk fancy football. I tell you what, I do. I the last two weeks, I've got, I've started to get notifications from fancy football, which they used to annoy me, but now I like them. Because it gave me the green arrow, which I thought was lovely. But then when I realised I'm up to two hundred and forty-eighth, that kind of brought me back down to earth a little bit.
0: I feel like I'm about to join you in the two hundredth soon. I I'm 197th, so. so I'm not I'm not too far away from you. You'll be catching up with me. Have a cup have a good probably one good week and you'll overtake me now.
1: That and honestly, the amount of rubbish you've given me for a long time. I, I can't wait to turn the screw. I'll be. I'll be completely <laughs> honest with you. Can't wait. <laughs> um, let's read out the people who are good at
0: the game. So from ten to one, you've got uh, Kieran Gentry, David Arias, Simon Tither, Brian Grant, Sean Hayes, David Doherty, Danny Davy, Joe Burrows, Vincent Rayner, and number one with five hundred and fifty-one points is Philip Duna.
1: I think Phillips a new leader, no?
0: Yeah, he is. Uh, Davy uh Danny Davy was top before, I think.
1: Mm. Well, fair play to them. Uh, there is a twenty pound free bet on offer for the winner. So if you've already got a fancy uh, team with the official Premier League uh, fancy league, then you can still join. Get in touch on Twitter for the league code t underscore fb podcast. I'll happily give it to you. And then you slide in at your rightful place. So if you deserve to be third, third, 16th, 250th, whatever. Uh, But yeah, follow Mm. us on Twitter as well, T underscore FB podcast. Help us grow that community. Uh, Midweek tips, that's the place to be, the only place to be. I think we had 50%, Tom, on Tuesday night, including two winners over evens. Uh, some some pretty big winners. Our, all our short picks let us down for some reason. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we had a, a clean slate where we won all three picks. So definitely get involved yep. if you want a slice of that pie.
0: Definitely. And if you have enjoyed the show or won some money, uh, used the tips, just enjoyed it, whatever, uh, we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. But mainly Apple Podcasts, we'd like a review there.
1: Yeah, we would. We'd love that. But yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Um, Great show, Tom. Really excited for this weekend. Very excited to hear everyone signing up to Matchbooks offer. And uh, hopefully everyone enjoys the services.
0: Yeah, thank you. Matchbook.com TFB podcast is your bonus code. £15, money back as cash. Enjoy it. Let us know your bets, if they win, what you've got on for the weekend on social media. And we'll see you again next week.